0: You are listening to Seed Thoughts by Wayne Shemish. If you would like to know more about Pastor Shemish or the work in Thailand, you can find out more at www.thailandministries.org. And now here is Pastor Shemish. Well, thanks for joining us today. I want to hop right into the subject. I'd like to talk to you today about what to do when you get hurt in the church. And it seems to me that uh, over my uh, few decades of ministry, this is a common thing that happens in about every country and every place. Uh, At some time in your life, and it might be more than once, uh, you're going to get uh, wounded uh, or disillusioned uh, or hurt And it might even run deeper than that because of something that happened in the church or somebody in the church did or uh, some, some event has taken place in the church that's impacted you or somebody you love. And I want to first just say to you that this is certainly going to happen to you if it has not happened already. And I don't want to discourage you from being at church. You certainly need to be there. But I do want you to have a mindset of reality of what does happen. Uh, I I want to remind you that we're not yet in heaven. Uh, Nobody in heaven will hurt you. Uh, Nobody in heaven will treat you poorly. There'll be no injustice in heaven. But we're not in heaven yet. And uh, we are here on earth. And when we gather in the church, we are assembling with people who have received Christ as their savior. And uh, they are people who we hope want to follow him diligently from their heart. But there's still people uh, who do have uh, a disposition to the old nature coming out sometime. So what to do uh, if you've been hurt in the church or uh, I say it uh, humbly, when something happens in the church that hurts you. Uh, when this happens, it often surprises us. Uh, and uh, in fact, it can, it can wound very deeply because your mindset is, uh, why is this happening in the church? Seems like if it happened in the secular workplace or somewhere else, we could be more accepting of that but in the church, we feel like these things ought not to be so. And I want to agree with you on that. These things ought not to be so, uh, but it does happen. So sometimes the wounding is deep. And uh, usually what happens if it is a deep wounding is uh, people sometimes make uh, unwise decisions and uh, they will uh, leave church, not just a church. And of course, that becomes detrimental to their future, their family, uh, and their own life. I think we get hurt principally because we have expectations of what church people should be like, and we have expectations of the church, and sometimes those expectations are not met, or more than not met. What happens seems to be quite contrary to what uh, we believe should be so. So the first thing I want to say to you is to, in point form, is to say, lower your expectations about the church. Um, don't, don't have a perspective uh, that the church is heaven. Now, I don't want you to demean the church. Uh, I don't want you to not value the church. Uh, Jesus gave himself uh, for the church, for the local church, and and I want you to understand if it meant that much to him, uh, then it must, it must also mean much to us. But lower your expectations in that you understand the church is not going to be a cure-all for every problem you have in your life. Uh, the church is not going to fix up every psychological issue you're struggling with. Uh, the church is not going to quickly undo uh, years of living and coal and uh, uh problems that already have occurred in your life. the church is not going to fix up every issue going on in your family. Um, the pastor is not always going to be everything that you might want him to be. Uh, so lowering your expectations is just a balanced preparation of heart where we do not expect things that were never promised to us through the church. And if we if we have a proper understanding of what church uh, can be to us and how what God intended it to be, uh, that is helpful in uh, buffering a lot of the hurts that can come. So 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 consider to uh, maybe challenge your own expectations and perhaps even lower them in regard to what you think the church should be. The second thing you need to do. Is you need to reinforce to yourself why do you go to church, and uh, and to think about that, and to maybe maybe go back to the moment uh, that you received Christ, and uh, when you receive Christ as your own savior, uh, you made the decision or you were invited, but you came to understand that part of living for Christ was being part of a local church, that that was the will of God. And uh, you came to church for Christ. Uh, You came to church to hear about him. Uh, You came to church to worship him, and we should do that. He is worthy. And uh, you came to church to draw near to him. And you need to remind yourself that that that's the why you go to the church uh, every Sunday, and maybe more than that, But that's the reason. You're you're not there principally for other people, though the outworking of your faith in the local church will certainly involve other people. But you're there firstly for Christ. Now, I I think you would agree with me if I were to say today to you, Jesus hasn't changed. His love for you has not changed. Uh, When he accepted you, he stayed beside you. He's never left you. He won't abandon you. Uh, He won't disappoint you. He won't fail you. Nothing in Jesus has changed. He's as much worthy today, and maybe more so uh, for all he's done in your life. He's as much worthy today of our worship and of the first place in our life than he ever was before. That's the reason you go there. You go for Christ. Now, Do you get some other things that are helpful? I'm sure you do. I'd like to hope you do some fellowship, maybe some friends, maybe some connectivity. But don't ever forget that the most uh, important reason that you go to church is for the Lord himself. Because if you remember that, then you won't let people stop you from going to the Lord's place. I wonder why it is that when people get hurt, they make God pay for that. So somebody will get hurt in the church. Somebody will say something. There'll be a disappointment and maybe a leadership failure or a perceived one. And uh, people will say, "Okay, I'm not going to go to church anymore. And really, do you know what we're doing when we're doing that? We're doing this. We're saying, Jesus, somebody hurt me, so I'm not going to worship you anymore. Jesus, somebody was unkind to me, didn't think about me, uh, ignored my cries for help. So, Jesus, you're going to pay for that. I'm not going to worship you anymore. I'm not going to go to Sunday church and remember you like you said. I'm not going to give your tithe. I'm not going to use my voice to sing your songs. I'm not going to assemble together as you commanded. Somebody hurt me, Jesus, and you must pay. And really, that's exactly what we're doing when we penalize God and our our unfailing, loving Savior for the conduct of others. So remind yourself why it is that you go to church in the first place. Now, the third thing I want to say to you is when something happens in the church that may be upsetting to you or hurtful or wounding. Um, I want to just offer a word of caution here that sometimes when you're not in leadership, there is information that doesn't come to you. Uh, People have an idea that somehow the pastor has to tell everybody everything. Now, truthfully, uh, would you want the pastor to tell everything about you? you? Do you really think that everything should be made public? Uh, The reality is there are are many things that the leadership of the church or the pastor will know uh, that he simply is not at liberty to tell. Now, the danger with that is that he can become judged on what he hasn't said, uh, because you've already heard some things, right? Uh, Somebody told you something or you heard through somebody else and you're sure that's true, right? and uh, and you're wondering what what, what the pastor uh, hasn't done about that or should have done or the church leadership or somebody else. And I just want to say that um, to, to humbly consider that you may not have all the information or you may not have entirely accurate information about all that is happening. What happens with us, particularly if we're already wounded, or we already uh, have a particular perception about somebody or or some event uh, the danger with that is that that when we hear things that uh affirm our narrative we become very accepting of that we say mm that that must be true uh because it affirms to us what we already think and uh, the narrative we've already created in our minds. And so we become very accepting of some information, regardless of whether that is true, uh, whether it's factual, uh, whether it actually uh, truthfully reflects what did happen. And then the counter to that is that when we hear something, even if it may be true, if it is contrary to the narrative you've already developed in your mind, in your heart, you're likely to disbelieve it, or you're likely to 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 lay it aside or question the source. And it's funny how that when we hear things we want to hear, uh, we we're not at all challenging about the source, and we we don't even say in a balanced way, "Well, maybe they didn't get the whole story right." There, we tend to be very accepting of what we want to hear, and we tend to push away or ignore or lay aside what does not correspond with the narrative that we have developed in our own minds. So, so I want to caution you about that and just say, be careful, particularly when you're already feeling hurt, that you, you're not vulnerable to misinformation or, or half truths. And a half truth is also a half lie. That is just going to further fuel your condition Remember, it doesn't help you to be going down, down, down. Uh, you want to recover from your hurt and uh, you want healing. You don't want to stay like that. So, so, so be careful uh, about uh, that, please. Well, a number of things to think about there today. And we will continue this on and look at this a little further. Uh, may the Holy Spirit just really minister to you today. Uh, maybe minister healing if you are hurting. Uh, maybe bring about a restoration of soul, uh, return of peace within. And if you're not hurting and uh, this has not happened to you, well, thank God for that. Uh, perhaps the purpose of this for you uh, will be a preparation time mentally, should it ever happen, uh, or also an opportunity to help someone else who might be going uh, through some hurt or wounding. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today, and uh, we appreciate you remembering us, remembering the work in Thailand, and I look forward to you joining me again soon.